This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Mom, where do you go to get your condoms? Do you use condoms? No, but I do use vibrators and lube, and I'd go to getmaud.com. Getmaud.com. Do you know why? They send it all in one box. They send it all in one box. It's neutral. They're super discreet. The the packaging looks really cool, and their products are the highest quality, FDA-approved, all it, body safe materials. It takes all the thought process out of getting all these different essentials that you need for sex. It just comes in a box. Get your body safe sex essentials at getmaud.com. Guess what? 15% off if you mention code mom. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, clown, and one of the human fountains that eventually unfortunately, are no longer on America's Got Talent. Okay, maybe you should stop talking about America's Got Talent in these introductions then. Okay. All right. So we have an incredible episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the episode, the the general podcast, it's my mom and I. We talk about sex. Why do we do this? To give you a laugh. To shed a little light on the whole subject of communicating about sex. And to teach you a little bit about sex in this podcast is a perfect example of all of the above we have Tayo- the glamazon tayomi who i renamed the glamour puss she is a sex expert she's soon to be certified in tantric sex expert. yes but we're going to get into that in a minute let's first go through some housekeeping all right so we want to talk about how you can help us yeah i want to talk about how you can help us because that's how we can help you this is how you can help us yes if well, you like this podcast good point that's a nice way of putting it yeah give us an itunes review it help, really helps us out. Here's a uh, review that we got this week. Or actually, this is a review we got two years ago <laughs> that I just pulled up. Why are you pulling up a two-year-old review? I like this one. Well, that means that there me- there needs to be more current uh, reviews. Please do so. Yes. It, we yeah we have slowed, to, slowed our role on the reviews. So this one says, like therapy. That's the subject. Oh, well, I, no wonder you picked this one. Five stars. This was healing, embarrassing, and hilarious. Oh, I wonder which one that was. This is from LS0718. Embarrassing. I think that's a good way of describing this whole Healing, podcast. embarrassing. And hilarious. Hilarious. That should be an, another p- merch. <laughs> another t-shirt. And Sex talk with my mom. Healing, embarrassing, and hilarious. We don't have any merch right now, but... If we did, that's what it would say. And instead, if you'd like to donate to us financially... That would be very helpful on Patreon. What is Patreon. It's a little membership program that you can join and help us out. As a matter of fact, I have some great patrons on my Karen Lee Potter page, and somebody just recently wrote something that I found funny why he no longer is supporting me on Patreon. It's not because of money. It says, born-again Christian baptism tomorrow. 
Whoa, <laughs> no way. He is no longer supporting me because he's going to be baptized tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe I, do you think I instigated him? To I, become you might a born have converted again, him. I, 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 he forgot that I'm Jewish and he went, so I go. No, I think, I think if anything, you remember that you're Jewish. You remember <laughs> that you're a self-proclaimed sex expert cougar. And he was like, I need to get away. This is torturing I'm me. I'm going to get a baptism tomorrow. Okay. And I'm getting a baptism tomorrow. That's hilarious. Anyway. Um, but if you're not getting baptized tomorrow, please join us on Patreon. <laughs> the last housekeeping thing is that we have... Wait, I didn't tell them how to get on Patreon. Okay, go for it. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Awesome. We also have a hotline. It's not a hotline. It's a phone line. Call in, leave us a voicemail. Or a text. At our number, which is yes text mom. We'd love to hear what you think about our podcast in general, but specifically, it would be nice to hear about the last episode or the last few episodes or one one of the episodes that really meant a lot to you. Now we can get into this episode a little bit. So we have Tayomi on the show, who is so smart. I think she's around my age, which makes me feel like pretty uh, sexually inadequate because she's... <laughs> is that the feeling you got from the whole thing? No, but she's extremely sexually experienced. Oh, that's an understatement. I mean, I mean, not saying that she's slept with tons and tons of people, but she, but she knows a shitload had, about this. She had at least five or six threesomes. Okay, so we start which off the episode... way more than I had, which is zero. First of all, do you want to describe what she looks like? Uh, bombshell. <laughs> this woman, is first, she's gorgeous. She's African-American. Uh, she, her, she's got beautiful, like... She came in in a bra, yeah. a very a, la- a red lace bra, and and her breasts are ginormous, and the lace bra was like a size A, and her breasts were like a size E, so it See, was. These are details I didn't know. I made that up, but I mean, it's just it was. It takes it takes guts. She's bold. She's beautiful. You can check out a picture of her on our Instagram at Sex Talk with My Mom. Oh yeah, you're gonna see some. Boobalicious boobs there. Okay, so she's very self-confident, and she started her whole career by making YouTube videos where she would teach people different sex positions. And you know what? I really, I, I admire that because I did something similar. I, I found a void of women in general who are YouTubers, and I started my own YouTube channel, and that's what she did. But I did it in my 40s, and she did it when she was like 19, which is like, that's bold. Very bold. And she's super, super well-educated, and she's especially well-educated in Tantra because she's currently about to graduate from a course in Tantra. In in, sex. And so we talk all this episode about sexual energy, sexual healing. She even gives us, we do a live demonstration with her, and we're not going to give it away. Of a meditation, which... I just said I didn't want to give it away. Well, we're going to have to cut it down. It kind of reminded me of when we did the phone sex operator together. Mm-hmm. It was just like a little awkward at the same time. It was just Oh, scary. I didn't think it was awkward at all. Well, that's because you're used to meditating and with around other people. I was thinking we should do a meditation starting every podcast with, with a guest. Okay. I, I you think, think that'd be awkward as hell? I think most people are going to get very uncomfortable by that, and I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we but, also talk about threesomes in this episode. And cuckolding. How you can, if you want to be in threesomes, what are the things you should consider and how to get into that situation? Because she's writing a guide about that. Um, anything? A lot of people ask about threesomes and now you're going to find the answer. And she she does uh, get into kinks too, which I think was a lot of fun to talk about as well. So a lot of surprises in this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's meditate, masturbate, and elevate. That's our merch. Let 
to tell you about the birds and the bees and the Tiomies. It kind of went. It kind of went. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon. We are recording. Okay, I wanted to launch in here with Taomi about you're working on a guide for threesomes. Yeah, I want to hear about the threesomes. It's a commonly asked question. Like, I get so many couples who will come to me and say, how do we start it? How do we find a third? Like, you know, how do we get it going? How can I get my partner to be on board with it? And I get that, too. That's a consultation. That is a huge. That's a consultation. That is a huge. No, I mean, really think about it because it can definitely strike a nerve in the wrong way if mm-hmm. someone is insecure if one of the parties wants it the other one's like what what's wrong with me why does he want a third or why does she want a third so, yep. so have you have have you had many threesomes before yes how do you end how up ma- in those how many how many i want to know <laughs> how many threesomes? I, I stopped counting at five like oh well, that's not I'm, bad i yeah. was thinking you were like hundreds oh not yet <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I mean, the closest I ever came to a threesome is wasn't even a threesome. It was like me and a guy in the same room as another couple that was having sex. But uh, this is news to our podcast. I did not <laughs> know that my mom did that. Oh, right now. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah. Like this. Yes. So not. Yeah. Okay. They were still in the room, so it yeah. kind of counts. It's not like a threesome, really? but just like a group. Does it count as a threesome? It sounds it doesn't like even, group it's, stuff. It's more like a Where group. did that happen? Um, I'd rather not say. Oh my god! Look, he's like, oh, I can't holy, believe you! Holy shit! <laughs> it wasn't with your father. Oh my god! But it wasn't with my current boyfriend. <laughs> this discovery right Jesus. now is amazing. Oh you know, my god! I had a little, I had a little, a little while. while <laughs> the, the glamour puss has gotten me to doing this. <laughs> she comes in here. I have to open up about my life. Jeez, she no one asked about that. It was, I know. It was just offered just, by it was, you. It was the Tourette's moment. I don't know what happened to me. I just had to share. Okay, so in other situations, when <laughs> for people who are not my mom, how do they? What is the best way to end up in a threesome? I mean, you have to plan it because if you are a couple that's been sexually monogamous and you're pretty vanilla, you can't think you can just like happen upon a threesome. Yeah, there's effort that goes into it. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just bring anybody into your bedroom. And then like Karen said, if you're insecure, that stuff's going to come up. I mean, you're bringing a third energy into your sexual union. So there's going to be stuff that's going to come up for everyone involved. Yeah. And you can't just like kick them out afterwards, can you? (laughs) I mean, okay, I came, you came, she came. Okay, time to leave. You can't do that. Or can you? I mean, you can, if that's what you, if that's how you want it to be, you yeah. know, just send for an Uber, have <laughs> that person leave, you know, I mean. In your, in your experiences, was it like, I want this person out of here or was it kind of like, you can hang out? Um, It's like hanging out really, because typically we have some type of rapport of some kind. Or we're just tired. <laughs> end up hanging around. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I remember, mm-hmm. I think it was on the Guys We Fucked podcast. It, one of them was talking about how the, she and her boyfriend had, or husband or whatever, had someone come in. And they had, a, like, a, you know, a nice time. And then I guess she, say she wanted to hang. And the other one wanted, you know, one of the girls got, wanted to go to bed. And she was, she was like, get her out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in, what makes a good threesome experience then? Really, it's the planning. You know, you have to know what you're getting into when you're doing it. I mean, who is this person? Where is their mental state? 
you know, are you STD free? You know, what yeah. are your rules going to be? Do you have any boundaries? You're using condoms, no condoms. I mean, you don't want to just leave things to chance. Yeah. Especially if you're not a person that's ever done anything like this, planning it out and making sure that like you vet the person that you're bringing in is the best. And honestly, I advocate for people hiring sex workers because I was going to just say that just trying to pick up somebody off the street or like going to a bar or something. Yeah. You don't know what you're getting a sex worker. They're trained in this. (laughs) You know what you're getting. Yeah. You're going to have a good time. That happened to my friend. She she did this for her. uh, Did I tell you this already? No. Okay. It's another friend of mine. Unnamed friend. She and her husband were celebrating some anniversary or whatever. And her husband always wanted to have like a third person. So she had this woman come, a sex worker. I don't know how she bedded her out, but she had her come to the door, like in a trench coat. He, they, they, they opened the door, and she like came in, and they had a threesome, and then she left, and uh, that's all. I found this out because we were playing a game, uh, Never Ever Ever. Oh, that's <laughs> so hot, though, and that's how, I mean, see, when you hire a sex worker, you can really play up the fantasy. Because yeah, a sex worker, yeah. that's their job is... To fulfill a fantasy. Yeah. So is it always with a girl, though, that you've done it? Or have you brought in a third person that's a guy? Um, It's always been, well, hmm, I've had, I've played with guys, but it's been like more of a voyeur type situation. I'm looking still to have a like full on threesome experience with two men. But most of the time, like full action threesomes have been with other women. Mm. So one guy. Are you two women? Do you consider yourself polyamorous or in an open relationship? Or I consider myself a free, per- a free, <laughs> a free person. person that just loves people. <laughs> I don't really like the labels, to be honest. So all that's awesome. That's good to know. So it's kind of you just following whatever. Well, what is guiding you? Yeah, God's guiding me. Love is guiding me. So it's just feeling what you know, what's in you, that really is. Mm-hmm. Letting love you, lead you, the and way. You, and you found a partner who is obviously in the same mindset. Mm-hmm. You have to have someone who's in the same mindset. Absolutely. Because be, you know, well, once I'm all about monogamy and the other one's like, hey, I'm free love, you know, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to be on the same page. Yeah. So there's a lot of communication that has to happen. A lot of communication every single day. And communication isn't just like, oh, talking on the phone. You know, sometimes it could just be little messages left or on the toilet email. paper rolls. Yes. <laughs> you want to share toilet. that? Yes, my husband leaves me little love notes everywhere. And we were up in Vancouver and he left before I did. So he left me love notes all over the house. And one was on the toilet paper roll. Like I sat down, my stomach was hurting. I'm like, mm. I sat down, I looked to the right and I'm like, who wrote on the toilet tissue? And I roll it down and it's a note from him. And he's like, I love your booty. I, I, <laughs> from literally, I think you will always have a great sex life because of that. Yes. I am because of the fact that, you know, that, well, Esther Perel, and Cam's going to talk about that in a minute, I'm sure. But um, no. An expert in Esther Perel. Well, well what, she, he's a, a resident expert, but she, she's always saying that what sex begins after your last encounter ends. But uh, meaning, psych, you know, psychologically speaking, you have to get, you always have to keep teasing the other person. So if you tease someone else, like if you start with the toilet paper in the morning for crying out loud, you know, <laughs> right. by the end of the night, you're ready to have sex because it's like, Karen, you foreplay. make a lot of sense. <laughs> you make a lot of sense. You start from the beginning of the day with the foreplay yeah. by the end of the night. You're ready for it. You're ready for it. I love that. Yeah. And you need that because by the end of the day, your energy is so low. Like the yeah. best sex is in the morning when you have like, 
like fresh energy. I disagree, but my boyfriend would agree with you. <laughs> I think I'm on Tayomi's page as well. Well, I think most men, they are automatically, they're are ready to go in the morning. And I'm like, I need to be relaxed. I need to have a hit of pot. I have to have like a whole <laughs> regimen that has to occur. So the nighttime is way better than first thing in the morning. That would not work for my day. Yeah, morning. I mean, typically people have more energy in the morning. Like the average couple, you know, after a five to eight hour work day, they come home and take care of the kids and stuff. They're exhausted. But yeah, people expect like sex to happen at night after everyone's at home. It's like, you know, you just want to sleep. Yeah. I remember having um, a client who would say she would get off of work late and like around one, between one and three o'clock in the morning, she would be ready and like excited to have sex. But her husband was asleep. Sound asleep. You know, sound asleep. So, well, also kids in general, I'm always saying they are the biggest uh, boner killer <laughs> <laughs> because of the fact that, like, you're like being as a mom, if you're, especially if you're a stay at home mom, but if you're, you know, you're with the kids predominantly, you got someone hanging on you all the time. So, you don't want someone to come home from work and start hanging on you as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you, you've mentioned the sexual energy a couple times now. Mm-hmm. So what can you tell us more about that? Like, what is that and how do you find it? Well, sexual energy is basically your primal life force energy and creative energy. And it sits in your pelvis, in your first chakra, your energy center. And you can cultivate it by doing certain meditations and breathing techniques and like con- like using conscious visualization to do that. Very cool. And when you were talking about inviting someone else in to the bedroom, mm-hmm. a third energy you were describing it as. Mm-hmm. So what what do you mean? Like, do you do you pick up on that immediately, or is that something that you can only find out when you're actually in the act with them? Well, I guess it depends on how conscious you are as an individual. You know, like how aware are you in reading people's energy, or even in realizing that there's a purpose why the attraction even happened. So mm-hmm. it may not ever reveal itself to you ever, but there will be things that will come up because this person is mirroring something mm-hmm. to you. So people always ask, oh, well, what if jealousy comes up? Yeah, it's going to come up because it's basically threatening your idea of what sex means for you as far as in a relationship. Like most people think, especially if you are in a sexually monogamous relationship, it's like, this is only for us. It's special. Someone coming in is going to ruin our relationship if we're having sex with someone else. But so here it is now, you want to have this experience and you're consciously choosing to have it. But when it's about to happen, all that stuff is going to be triggered because mm-hmm. here it is, you're faced with that that one thing that has been said to cause you know relationships to break up, you know, infidelity or whatever. So... You think about the energy that 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 brings about. And then also when you think about joining genitals, like the point where a cervix and a a penis meets, that's like tapping right into your energy center, Mm. your central channel. Mm -hmm. The central channel floats in front of the spine in Tibetan culture, in Tibetan um, Dharma that I'm practicing through an authentic Tantra. This is what we believe and what we know. And so you can like cultivate that sexual energy with meditation, visualization, breathing techniques. So you have to think about the energetic like implications when you are 
bringing somebody else in the bedroom. It's not just like, oh, we're going to be doing this for fun. Energetically, there's something else too mm-hmm. that's meant to be stirred up in that. Yeah. And you can use that energy consciously too to like manifest things or, you know, just clear out blocks. I mean, there's so much you can do with energy in a threesome besides just like fulfill a fantasy and just fulfilling a fantasy is okay too. Oh, interesting. You must love this shit. Oh, yeah. This is great. This is right mm-hmm. up Cam's alley because Cam's going to go on a meditation retreat this, in another week. Nice. And every yeah. time he goes, he gets all turned on. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the state of calm really turns me on for mm-hmm. some reason. And then it's not an ideal time because I'm completely silent and I was just being abstaining <laughs> from all these pre- like <laughs> masturbation or anything. Uh, wait, but I, wait, you have to admit, you didn't say that. You, you're not, why can't you it, masturbate if you're in a silent retreat? Well, you're kind of, you're. Oh, because you got a roommate. Usually, have roommates, you're sharing a, like a bathroom with people. It's not a very sexual oh, environment. Okay, I happen to make it sexual for some reason. Well, <laughs> can I say one other thing now? Where does cuckolding fit into this whole thing? Because I got a lot of guys on my YouTube channel that ask me about cuckolding, and and that's, that's a form of a threesome. That's a form of a threesome, of course, but it's also like a kinky form of a threesome. Yeah, it's still a threesome. Yeah. I mean, you can put any you know nuances on it that you want but if it's three people interacting it's still a threesome right but it's also it doesn't sound like the positive energy that you were talking about um and this well, relationship kind of oh it could be though it could be very positive depending on you know the the couple's needs yeah exploring kings can be very healing for people because what i have found in my experience is like Kinks in some way, like tied to something deeper, like an experience that's happened in the past. Like I remember I had a client once that had a smoking fetish and he paid me just to watch me smoke. But then he started opening up to me, like they always do, because it's like therapy, right? Of course. Um, about how this fetish came about. And it basically was molested at 13 by this woman who was his neighbor. Was who smoking like was a smoking, chimney. Oh, yeah, wow. smoking while topless by the pool. And he would like peep over at her. And she saw him one day and, you know, ended up saying, oh, you know, eat me out. And she he did that while she smoked. And he just like developed this fetish. And so in some way, I think people... Some people develop kinks from like maybe traumas right. that they've experienced. Or, or exciting experiences. Yep. I was just going to say or exciting experiences where like you had this experience and it was just so heightened that you were just like, oh my God, like it just imprinted on your mind. You maybe didn't understand why you had the attraction, but it was there. This is what happens with with a lot of these younger guys that are on my YouTube channel that are interested in older women. They've had one like unbelievable sexual experience maybe more than one with an older woman and they just want to keep doing the Mrs. Robinson thing. Mm-hmm. This would actually cause me some anxiety when getting into a strange situation because I'm like, oh my God, maybe I'm going to only want this from now on. <laughs> yeah, you got someone who, I have someone on my YouTube channel who's totally into giving wedgies. Yeah. Yeah. That, what if, that, that could happen. Yeah. Our armpit fetish. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've heard it all. Yeah, <laughs> I get guys all the time. I want to see my armpits. I'm like, all right, uh, you, you, <laughs> pay me for that. Did you get the guy who wanted to <laughs> eat your shit in a hotel room? Yeah. Oh yeah, I had that one. <laughs> yep, I've gotten that one. The scat caviar, and the yeah. champ- <laughs> champagne, scat caviar, and the champagne nectar. Oh yeah, you got that one. You, yep, the golden yeah. showers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So something else I th- that I've heard is that like it is such a uh, 
and I think I got this from Medina Rivers, that when when you do have sex with someone, it is like you're kind of sharing like your most intimate you're sharing a little of your, your soul or something. Your DNA. You're sharing your DNA. You're definitely you're swapping sh- DNA for yeah. sure. But it really is it like part of you will remain with them. Some you're, people believe you're locking into their their life force energy. You know, you're you're blending together and you're unified for a moment in time. So yeah, even if you wear a condom. Yeah. Does, so does that make you like nervous about? See, that's the thing too, Karen, that you brought that up because what I've been told is that the condom kind of puts a cap on your energy. So I wonder with energy transference, if having sex with a barrier, how deeply energetic is it if this latex is like putting a, a, a layer of protection oh, yeah. over your, you know, your, mm-hmm. your energy? What do you think? That's something that I have to like dig mm-hmm. deeper into. Or the same thing with a dental dam and yeah, other. or like mm-hmm. a diaphragm even prevents... You know, does anyone use diaphragms anymore? Oh, here we go. I'm showing the age. <laughs> showing the age. I, I don't know if they make them. <laughs> this is what I use. I use that and, and care ovals. <laughs> they, like none of these things are were even close to being used at these days. But I mean, yeah, we we're all like we're all exchanging energy right now. So I even feel just it. Sitting in each other's presence, that exchange is happening. So I would think that with the barrier or not, like we're still exchanging energy. It, yeah, it's unseen energy. It's like a, it's like almost like a current of energy that's around you, and and you you break it or you you meld it together when you are making out even or just even touching each other. I mean, yeah, because we're we're basically sending signals to each other, and our bodies are speaking chemically and energetically, and we may not be able to like hear it or anything but we can feel it mm-hmm. you know we can experience it so yeah i do believe like the people call it soul ties you know when Ooh. you are having you know sex with people you're creating a soul tie and i mean with anything these ties can be broken you can like give people's energy back you know you can clear yourself of energy you've picked up along the way oh interesting so is this all studied under tantra I would say Eastern philosophy, yes, in the Tao and te- sexual tantra. Tech sexual? Sexual tantra. Oh, sexual tantra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Because in the West, I mean, it's it's all very like, sex, sex education is all very medical-based, science-based. Mm-hmm. In the East, they focus a lot on the spirituality of sex and the balance between masculine and feminine energy and it's all very much tied into spiritual practice as well, mm-hmm. not just you know the physical act of sex. Yeah, is there something that stood out to you once st- when learning all this stuff that kind of blew your mind that you didn't realize before? Just that meditation and visualization and deep breathing can be extremely healing for people's sexual trauma. Hmm. With all the medications and things that are like being developed to try to help people with sexual dysfunctions, a lot of it, I mean, it's just not working. And to be in a program, because I'll be a certified authentic Tantra practitioner by November. Oh, wow. So what I've learned so far in doing the practice is that this stuff really does work to heal. And when you heal this, your traumas, you know, they're gone forever. Once you can go back and reclaim those parts of yourself that were locked into place, mm. when those things happen to you, you have that part of you back forever. So to know that doing the practices, and these are like practices from ancient times that have been passed down. On the walls of Pompeii. 
Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you see sex art from the ancient history on. They knew what's they they knew what was up back then, and they knew. <laughs> Yeah, it's like now it just seems like everyone is so confused about what sex is for. But That's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, back then they knew that it was a gateway into the divine. And they used to have, you know, rituals, sexual oh, rituals yeah. and, you know, certain foods that they would eat to heighten their sexual potency. And they knew that sexual energy was also life, mm-hmm. life force energy. So they used it for good. Now it just seems like. People are confused and afraid and repressed. And there's a lot of trauma that's compacting people's sexual ability. And so with Tantra, we're helping people heal this stuff and transform so they can have better experiences, not just sexually, but more pleasurable experiences in life. Like right now, I'm having such a great time. I know. Too bad you guys can't see how sexy she looks eating these strawberries. But I want to, can we get a little more personal here? Yeah. How the hell did you start all this? <laughs> I, 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 the first time I saw you, I, I think, I, was I with you, Cam? I, I think I saw you at Exotica. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't there. She's in a, like literally demonstrating sex acts. And I'm like, she's got some confidence. That girl's not shy. <laughs> nope. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not even, it didn't even feel like pornographic. It just felt like educational. It didn't feel like you were a porn star. It didn't yep. feel like you were a prostitute. It didn't. It, it felt like. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. <laughs> I, <laughs> it felt like this girl's got some balls. I mean, she can get into a sexual act. I mean, I, there was. You, I think you. You even had your clothes on. Yep, but, I was it, fully clothed. I yeah, always am. Yeah. <laughs> so and that would. I mean, that would frighten most people, including myself, to be yeah. in public doing this. It would, <laughs> I'd be out of my mind. I make it really fun and funny. Yes, she does. Yes. We're having a great chat with Tayomi. We got to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. Mom, the first time I went to get condoms, I ended up knocking all the condoms out because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and my one of our next door neighbors was there oh, next to me. It's mortifying. It's, it's, it's like, out of oh, a movie. Hi, Mr. Caspers. This is not, yeah, Mr. Caspers. So (laughs) they were at the dentist. Yes. Oh my God. Well, and what's worse than that is going into a sex toy shop and having to figure out which vibrate is going to work if you want to use it during sex or if you want to use it by yourself and you get these hot pink rabbit things. You don't want that. So what we have found is Is the the best best, company, literally the best company. I would invest all my money if I could into this company. Right. They package all the essentials in one box. That means you can get your condoms, your your silicone lube, your organic uh, personal lube, a, a your, beautiful, powerful vibrator in one little box. And and what's really cool? Their condoms are incredible. They're put in the little buttercups. So it's super easy to open. They're not going to get smushed. So you're not going to like rip open a condom with your teeth and end up ripping the condom open. They, this is, looks like a packet of butter. They're modern sex essentials. They're super high quality. They're affordable. And now you can get 15% off when you enter promo code MOM at checkout of getmod.com. This is a bomb ass, dank ass product. Let's hear how did this happen. So I started... My blog, Glamorotica101.com, in September 2011. And before this, I didn't really see a lot of women of color that were representing us in like the sexuality space as far as education was concerned. I don't think there are any. 
I mean, maybe there's a few that we know now. Yeah, there's so many that are like doing the work now. But back when I first started seven years ago. Yeah, you started when I started. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of women at all, let alone women of color. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of complaining about it, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to. Do it yourself. I'm going to do it myself. Yep. So, so she sound like me? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. This is exactly what I did. This is exactly what I did. If you can't find something, we'll do it our own. Yep. I love that. And I started my YouTube channel. I already had it on, like, when I first decided I was going to do this sex blog, I started a YouTube channel and I just let it yeah. sit just so that I could have it. And I was like, okay. And when I started the blog, then I started putting up videos of how to get into different sex positions. And no one was doing that, which was surprising to me because cosmopolitan has had their sex position columns for like so long since i was since i was a kid right but no one was showing it though no one was showing exactly right in in a video yeah the video is way more effective than (laughs) a magazine article so were you always like this bold little kid i mean how old i don't even know how old you are now i'm I'm guessing young but uh at the time you must have been even obviously you know that much even younger and how do you start that I think I was 22 when I started it. I actually grew up very shy Me with too. social anxiety. Oh, yeah. And over the years, just from practicicing, like going outside, <laughs> wearing something sexy, like today. Yeah, I wish you, you know? guys could see her. Can you de- describe, Cam, <laughs> what she's wearing? She's wearing a red bra <laughs> and cool red striped pants. Mm-hmm. So, and that takes a lot of confidence. Yeah, it's just that it's revealing. I know Cam's description was just like a top and some pants. No, but no. there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would have definitely there's described it differently. On. I would have said she's got these beautiful bosoms that are bosoms. The, the, <laughs> oh, I want to hear Karen describe it. Beautiful so bosoms, <laughs> just just spilling out over a red lace, tiny little bra, this barely is. covering her nipples. I fucking love Karen. Uh, <laughs> I the love perfect, you too. The perfect description. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how she comes marching in here like, you know, this everyday outfit here. <laughs> it is to me. I'm just saying. Anyway, well, that's because you got a lot of confidence. So you went from yeah. the shy girl with social anxiety to someone who is like walking around in a red lace bra with a bosom, yeah, bosom York. spilling out. Yeah, New York definitely gave me a spring of confidence. And then when I started modeling, that really helped too. So it helped like bring me out of my shell. What type of modeling were you doing? Um, A bunch of different kinds. Bras? No, but you know, <laughs> I want to like doing lingerie modeling. I was doing commercial stuff like commercial and beauty, runway. Um, I've done a lot of figure modeling for schools and private art groups. And then I started modeling nude, which was like transformative for my life because you can't hide behind anything. All you have is your body and the yeah. light and scene or whatever. And it helped me feel like so much more confident in my body, being able to like see it projected back on screen. I'm like, oh, that actually. Now, looks what kind nice. of nude modeling were you doing, nice. like for for like um, uh, photography or for yeah, like mainly, hustler? Or, oh or, no, mainly freelance for like artists, not like the pornographic. Yeah, lips spread open. <laughs> 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 not mm-hmm. not porn uh, nudes or erotic nudes. Were but, people painting you or drawing yeah, you? Oh, cool. painting and sketching, and I'm sure you were asked to do. Uh, porn or you know those kind oh, of things. Yeah. I'm being asked every day, so I'm assuming yeah, that you were asked. So what what just, got you to not do it? It's just it's just not my thing to be on camera. You know, I have to pretend like I like someone mm. or you know 
be expected to show up a certain way and how I express myself like vocally during sex is just too much. It's inauthentic. Yeah. On the performance side, I'm not really that interested in that. But on the production side, yes, because I have a lot of ideas and things that I want to produce for education and they make, make it just uncensored adult Hmm. Yeah, and I think it's super important and needed. Y- we, yes. we need you out there because we've got Nina Hartley's Guide to Total Sex. Her videos. I, I love still, Nina. Yeah. She responded to me the other day on uh, Twitter and I was like, ah, oh, my oh. life has been made. Oh, oh you're kidding me. I'll tell her. <laughs> I love I, her. I'm, I'm pretty good friends with her. So I will tell her. Oh, really? Shouts out that. to you, Nina. Yeah, I will. Sh- I will definitely tell her the glamour puss <laughs> was very excited that you responded yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, a whole new identity. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm getting the shirt made because <laughs> glamour <laughs> puss. Glamour puss. I mean, it works on so many levels. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my god. So, do you have a tantra exercise you can teach our listeners, or is it too hard over the? Oh no, we can teach um 21 breaths. Oh, I okay. love it. Ooh. Basically. It's a deep breathing practice that prepares your body and your mind and your energy channel for meditation. Hmm. And 21 breaths for some people can just, you know, be a lot like that could be enough for them to just go about their day. But most of the time, the way that we're breathing is like short little rabbit breaths. Yeah, I, a, you, I do My that. mom does this. I, I literally we hold our just breath. went to the doctor and told him, I think there's something wrong with me because I'm having these really short breaths. Mm-hmm. I am not doing tantric breathing. I need to start that. But I thought about that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I th- and I started thinking about that even like when I'm having sex. Yep. And what happens is when we're, you know, breathing short like that, it cuts off the oxygen supply to important cells and organs. And so. And the vagina. Yes. So it makes oh. it difficult for energy to travel down to the vagina when you're holding your breath or your short breath. That makes a mm. lot of sense. I, I've but, also heard it, it helps men last longer. Yes, it does. Wow. An interesting little tidbit there, Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all in the breathing. You know, and that's interesting because porn, you always hear it. They're, always <laughs> going, they're, t- they're teaching the opposite of how you're supposed to be breathing. What the hell? Another thing that porn is doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she did that whilst eating a strawberry. <laughs> did you so, guys hear that? <laughs> don't do that. Take nice, long, 21 deep breaths. By the, I might be passing out by the time that happens. Uh, so is it just 20? You just take 21 breaths? So you have to first observe the five points of meditation, which is sitting with your spine straight. We're doing it right chair, now for your YouTube put people. Put your feet flat on the floor. And then you want to have your chin tucked slightly in towards your chest. So that way your spine is completely straight from top to bottom. And then you just want to, now you want to do this with your eyes open. So just place your eyes in a soft gaze. My, my eyes are currently on a big dildo that's in the middle. Yes. Of <laughs> cock willy. <laughs> and then you want to rest your tongue on the roof of your mouth behind the top row of your teeth. And place your hands in your lap. You can either place them palms up on your knees or just one cupped inside of the other. We are going to breathe or inhale and exhale through our noses. And so the next time you hear me speak, you will hear me say one. And that is the beginning of the meditation. And make sure you are breathing in through your nose and into your belly. And out through your nose, bringing your belly back to center. One. Hi, friends. For the sake of time, we are going to cut out the last 20 of the 21 breaths, but we hope you have a very good meditation. Back to the show. 21. 25. (laughs) 
<sighs> so that's how you start off meditation. Is this how you start off sex? You can, yes. Yeah. You should actually, because it. What happens is when you do that, it sinks your heart, your heart rate, and your brain waves um, together with your partners as well. Especially when you can sync the breath and go at the same pace, and so you can become completely embodied instead of just oh well, let's get it on right now, and everything's rushed, and mm. you're I think not this totally could help present. If you have a partner with ADHD, which <laughs> my mom might, which I do have. It could definitely well, help you were able, to, yeah, I was like, you were able to do it just now, and it seems like you're a little more calm, relaxed. Yeah, yeah I love it. Mm-hmm. I was, so, uh, of course, my mind was wandering. Like people on the mm-hmm. podcast are going to be bored when they're listening to this. <laughs> and you know what? The thing about like you guys have to be doing it with us. <laughs> the meditations that we do in like this like Tibetan tradition. It's interesting because they talk about that, like thoughts coming up. And so people think about meditation as, oh, clearing your mind. But really, they say, you know, just let the thoughts come up, but don't judge them. Just be observers of them. Yeah. And I find that happening, too, because, like, when you have a chance to really relax, all types of things just start yeah. coming at you. So Damn, I just let I them be. do the laundry that day, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You just kind of observe them and let them fly away. Yep. It's the best way to be. You must love that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was my second meditation of the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the benefits of this breath work? Um, really just helping the body to completely relax so that when we are using visualization to kind of break through blocks, it makes it easier. And it's bringing life back to areas of your body that were like shut down and armored mm-hmm. because of like traumas you've experienced over the course of your life. So I mean, when you think about it, we, when people become severely traumatized, they don't breathe. They're like breathing really short. Mm-hmm. And so that's a sign that they're armored. Mm-hmm. You can deepen the breath. It helps with opening up the pathways and sending that energy to other parts of the body and really becoming embodied. I think it would be great. I know some people who have had, some men, for example, who have had problems um, maintaining or getting an erection, mm-hmm. especially on a first couple dates with a woman. I think if if that was a part of their practice, like just, just I know this sounds crazy, I just picked you up at a bar, but let's go back and meditate for like 21 breaths and see yeah. see if we can't like get ourselves in sync. Mm-hmm. That yeah, would help for that 21 breaths it would it would totally help because wherever your attention is that's where energy flows and so if you can also like hold intention while you're breathing and breathe into your pelvis yeah you can send energy and blood to that area yeah you know and Mm. people just expect like for your sex organs to just be pop up there alive like once you have a feeling of arousal but it's like okay you can be stimulated right now by something or start to feel horny but it doesn't mean that your physical body is yet ready yeah you know to take that next step and for men with the opposite problem where they're coming too quickly or faster than they want to Mm, breathing helps too but do you also visualize blood going down there or energy going down there or that that too has to do with uh doing pelvic floor work because typically men who are coming too soon, they just don't have a control over that process, the mm-hmm. ejaculatory process. So helping them to build up their pelvic floor and um, really just be conscious of what's going on in their body throughout the arousal process is really important. 
because sometimes it's just so focused. If, if a guy is hap- uh, experiencing this often, he's probably focused on, hope I don't come, I hope I don't come, right. I hope I don't come. And that's causing mm-hmm. him to come, come, come. Exactly. Versus, okay, what's happening to my body as I'm going through the process of penetration and stroking? Like, mm-hmm. at what point is this becoming too much for me? Oh, when I do this kind of stroke, okay, let's slow that down. Let's clench my muscles really quick. Let's do a deep breath into my pelvis so that way I can like stop this flow and I can keep it going. Mm -hmm. You know, using the breath intentionally can help. You're a very bright woman. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, education. That makes a lot of sense. Education. We have, I had so many questions about like positions and when you started speaking of that, are there certain positions that are better for premature ejaculators or are there certain positions better for those guys that are just not able to keep a heart on it? Are there better positions for women that, I mean, do you have any preferences to any of these? Yeah, I would say if anything, it's first having a mastery over your body, mind, body, and sexual energy. Because a man, if he can't get it up, no position is going to matter. If he's coming quickly, any position yeah, he's in. It's just going to cause it. Yeah. Yep, just a simulation of the tightness and the wetness and the texture is just going to send him over. So it's really people being willing to do the work to get to know their body, get right? to know their bodies. Yep. To get it's amazing. Isn't it amazing, though, that how many people have no clue? Some women who I can't even understand this have never masturbated. Mm hmm. Some women have never masturbated. Some women don't know the difference between vulva and vagina. We just talked about it. We <laughs> Some women think they pee from their clitoris. Yes, we just we just had a uh, we just read an article about a couple in the United Kingdom who uh, tried for four years to, to conceive and realized that they were doing it anally and not vaginally. <laughs> yeah, well, true story. Stop it, Karen. True story. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, curious wow. about uh, attraction. I was at the his party the other day, and I was like, I, 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 most of my guy friends are just willing. They think any, anything is attractive, and they will will just try to have mm-hmm. sex with them immediately. And it's I am like, oh boy, I don't. I feel like I find no one attractive like mm-hmm. that. So there's thoughts. Are you asexual? <laughs> I don't think so. Because when oh. I when I'm with someone, I'm mm-hmm. very. I'm hypersexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's just it's very there's picky a selective is what I think he's saying. Yeah. Selectiveness. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I mean you you like what you like and what you're attracted to only you know. You can't really help what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. So if you're at a place and you find no one attractive, that's fine. It's like, all right. I guess this will not be a sexual experience. And this is the thing. I don't know. I think there's this expectation for men to like always be on the hunt for some pussy. Yes. And it's like. it's Is it not true? Just because you go out doesn't mean that you're necessarily looking for it. It doesn't mean you have to be looking for it. And just because you're at a place where everyone else is mm-hmm. and you don't have the attraction doesn't mean you have to make one up. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you can totally be a man without having to be pursuing. Mm hmm. A, a woman or sex or whatever when you go out like just just be i do yeah i do wonder though if it's it is like a block that i put up that's like mm-hmm. all right I'm, this is a way of distancing myself a little bit it could be i mean only you know what it is because i mean anyone looking at you in a public place they just see you they don't know what you're going through internally mm-hmm. so if you feel that there's a block that you're putting up 
than maybe there is. I know I do that when I'm in public a lot of times. I like try to block off my energy or cloak myself so that I'm not like <laughs> reaching out. You're mm-hmm. not you're not doing a good job. Of- <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like the energy is spilling out all over the place. There's, whatever you're trying to do is not working. Yeah, how do you not like you walk in a room and everyone is going to look at you? There's just you just hey, you have energy. You have a ton of it. I have I have energy as well. I know I heard that from a psychic. I walked in a room. And he's like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? You got a lot of energy. <laughs> so I think that certain people have a greater amount of that energy. But maybe are you talking about you sexual energy is different? I think it's just intensity in general. I mean, mm-hmm. because sexual sexual energy is very powerful, but I mean, we have so many other energy centers, you know, mm-hmm. like the heart center is very powerful energy. So if you are a compassionate person and very loving and you have like a very full and cultivated heart center, people can feel that too. Cam, you got that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Can you see that in him? Mm-hmm. He Aww. totally does. He's just, you yeah. know, got a big, big heart. Oh, I'm going to start crying right now. Oh, <laughs> well, We're, mom would know we are coming up on time. No. Yeah. Oh, damn. So please let, how, how can our listeners find your work? Oh, it's everywhere. You can go to my blog, glam erotica, one Oh one.com. Unfortunately, you won't see the name glamour puss yet, <laughs> but I will update that. And copyrighted by Karen Lee Potter. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at glamazon Tayomi and Instagram real glamazon tayomi and you can just put tayomi inside of google if you miss anything that's what i did and i yes. found you I found and, everything and so what is what is you you mentioned a couple of projects that you've you've coming out mm-hmm. what should people be on the lookout for yes so i will be launching my app which is like the 2.0 version of my blog so all of my work you can find all of my appearances news about me photos videos blog updates and the like there that's going to be launched in the fall yes and i am working on a threesome guide for couples and a shoot your shot guide for women who want to approach men and so many more ebooks and videos and courses in my master your orgasm course which is like basically my thesis for school for the institute of authentic tantra oh, i can't wait to oh, read the master uh, that's I, launching I need, the, I need the pdf of that one <laughs> that's launching it's a six-week program online wow and that's launching um, September 5th and it goes until October 10th and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time that's you, awesome you have a lot of energy and you need it for yeah. all these endeavors because this is insane <laughs> yeah I do a lot nuts. yeah <laughs> oh and Exotica November 2nd through the 4th in Edison New Jersey oh boy yeah I'm like exhausted from what you just said I can't <laughs> believe you can do all this and it's been so much fun having you on our show yes yeah. thank you for God, having me yeah, we're gonna oh, need yeah. you to have you on again this was a great episode Yes, I will yeah, come back I'm on anytime. Come back for 2.0. Glamour Puss. 2.0. <laughs> Glamour Puss. 2.0. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Thank, Thank you for having me. This is the best.